And now, it's time for a Star Trek story. Well, once again, here we are on yet another episode of Star Trek Stories. This is episode 12, The Practical Joker. Once again, I am your host, Jaron Hatch. We are right near the end of our look at classic Star Trek. Um, We only have one more episode after this one. Last time we watched our final episode from the original series, um, Is There in Truth No Beauty? The voyages of the original crew, however, don't end with the original Star Trek series. They were continued a few years later with Star Trek the Animated Series, which is what we're watching today. Um, These are shorter episodes. They're not like the 50-minute, hour-long episodes we have been watching. Um, These are 20, 30-minute episodes. Um, So Aaron and I decided that for these shorter episodes, we are going to alternate by ourselves talking about them with a friend. Speaking of friends... Um, I am joined here today by my best friend, the very lovely Jenny Beal. Hello, baby. Hi. Hi. Um, yes, if, as you might have gathered, Jenny is my lovely partner in crime. We don't do crime. No, but we solve crime. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um... So, definitely wanted to bring you on for the cartoon. I love cartoons. Who doesn't love a good cartoon? Um, I think there's just something fun and whimsical about creating life in such obvious 2D. Mm. It's just silly and fun and just allows a lot of room for creativity. And your imagination really has to fill in a lot of gaps when you're creating an image that's so simplistic. Something about it just really appeals to me. Cute, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I also love stop motion. That's probably my favorite kind of animation. But next to stop motion, um, I'm all about the 2D hand-drawn cartoons. Um, which is, I think, probably part of why I like the animated Star Trek series. Because it is that oh, know, yes. old style of 2D cartooning. That's, I don't know, just really fun. Reminds me of being a kid. Watching Saturday morning cartoons. I guess we should get into what we're watching today. Um, So Star Trek was canceled after three troubled seasons. It went off the airwaves in 1969. They sold the show to local television networks that went into syndication for reruns and everything. The show was often put on in like the early evenings, like at six o'clock or whatever, Um, which is right when like kids and families were getting together after work in school and suddenly the show blows up all these people who had never seen it before now had a chance to watch it and suddenly people were now pouring in and loving it but the show was over and they're like what do we do with this property now like we canceled the show and now that we've canceled it it's a huge hit so they proposed doing an animated version they commissioned Hal Sutherland and Filmation to produce it. Filmation was famous or infamous for producing very low cost but effective television animation. 
probably most famous for stuff like Fat Albert and The Archie Show and He-Man. The show was definitely aimed at a younger Saturday morning cartoon audience. Um, But a lot of the original writers came back to work on it, as did the original cast. The show only lasts for 22 episodes, but it did keep the idea alive in people's mind. And to this day, it's the only Star Trek series to ever win an Emmy for best series. It did win a daytime Emmy award for best children's series in 1974. That's kind of sad. Isn't that wild? (laughs) Not the original show, not next generation. Star Trek, the animated series. Um, So this episode in particular, this is the practical Joker. Um, This aired September 21st, 1974. I guess we'll be looking at a couple things in this episode. Um, How does this work at continuing the adventures of the original show? Um, The animated show has a reputation for being unintentionally silly a lot of the times. This episode in particular, though, was purposefully designed to be a bit silly. So this is... Uh, in terms of the podcast, this is probably our first comedic episode. Um, so we can also see how that works as a goofy little silly comedy. I, I think those are the kind of things we're going to be looking at for this one. Um, so this is your invitation at home to watch if you want to watch with us. Um, again, you can find all the shows streaming on Paramount+. Plus. You can queue up Star Trek, the animated series. You can find it under season two, episode three. And we will be back after we watch our first episode of a silly Star Trek cartoon. We'll see you then. Dear God. leaked all over me. How do you like that? So did mine. And mine? It appears we're all victims of a rather bizarre coincidence. The odds against something like this happening are astronomical. What coincidence? We used to pull stunts like this in medical school with trick glasses. Don't look now, but we've got a practical joker in our midst. Now, let's not jump to conclusions, Bones. Yes, we all got wet, so what's the joke? It was probably a minor slip-up of the food synthesizers. I'll check it out after lunch. Fine, right now, why don't we all eat up before our food gets cold? (laughs) (laughs) Another coincidence, Jim? I'm beginning to wonder, Bones. I'm beginning to wonder. Okay, 
the practical Joker. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll start as always with our initial thoughts. Um, my Jenny baby. It was goofy, but it wasn't funny. I wasn't clear that they were even really trying to make jokes. Like they were telling a story about a computer playing tricks on the crew. <laughs> but I felt like it was a story about jokes, not a story filled with jokes. Mm, a story about the jokes. Yeah, it wasn't actually like funny though. No. Well, I didn't think so. I was laughing at McCoy's eye bags. <laughs> yeah. This was definitely us more laughing at it than with it. I guess there were a couple things where, like, I guess we were supposed to laugh, and we did laugh. Like when the fork went flaccid? Well, yeah, when the when Kirk's for- fork went flaccid, and then yeah. Sulu just... <laughs> that was funny, yes. That was funny. Um, but otherwise, yeah, even when this was intentionally trying to be silly... This was definitely just laughing at it for me, for being unintentionally silly, even when it's intentionally trying to be silly. Yes. <laughs> um, so Star Trek does a lot of genre bending and genre hopping. Sometimes they'll do spooky ones. Sometimes they'll do like the poignant, thoughtful ones. And sometimes they will do the silly comedy ones. This I, I would definitely not recommend as a, if you like, as one of the great, Star Trek comedies. No. It's still like a situation. It's like, rather than like there being jokes you're laughing at, it's like, oh, we're being beset by jokes and jokes are the problem. So somehow you're not really laughing at them, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's still just a lot of business in trying to solve the problem. So it doesn't really come across as being super funny. Yeah. It's just like another problem that has to be solved. Yeah. Even if it's a really silly one. How So I guess getting away from it being a comedy, how does just animated Star Trek work as its own thing? I can see why it only lasted 22 episodes. Mm-hmm. It's novel, but you lose so much with the animation like the facial expression is so poor. Right. That you really lose a lot of the engagement with the actors. And there it's otherwise not a very fantastical show. Like they really at least in this episode, they just tried to go straight from live action to animation without like adding a lot more mm-hmm. to it or changing a lot and you just can't get as much emotional experience out of like a kind of poorly done 2D cartoon than you can from even a poorly done live action. Yeah, this is interesting. Like they're working from, they're not just starting from scratch. It's not like an original Star Trek animated show. Like they're specifically like these, they're recreating all the sets from the 60s show. Like they're just trying to recreate the live action 60s show It's just the 60s show, but worse. But worse. It's fun to see it as a continuation of the show. Um, But yeah, you could almost just see this, them just trying to do this episode. Like there's nothing about this one in particular that 
like this has to be a cartoon. No, it would have been better as a live action, I think. When they're like to actually see William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy reacting to like the, oh, seeing, the ship going crazy. Seeing Leonard Nimoy with raccoon eyes would <laughs> I'd never forget it. Yeah, because like Leonard Nimoy when you're watching him play Spock, he can just but when he does the eyebrow raise in the show, he can communicate so much with the subtlest facial expressions. You don't get any of that in this. Like Spock is just a very just stone hmm, captain, blah, 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 blah. But like when you're watching Leonard Nimoy perform it, there's so much going on in his face and his performance. That's he comes alive so much more. So even with Shatner, so much more dynamic in the show. And Kirk feels very wooden. The animation is really quite rough. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's it's very threadbare, which I guess is appropriate because the 60s show was pretty threadbare. I mean, like, it was expensive for the time, but it's still, you know, they weren't working with a whole lot. And you definitely get that feeling in this. There are there are some things, though, that does work to this the cartoon's favor. Um, like all the stuff in the rec room, with all the different environments they're going into. Um, that would be, I think, harder to pull. That would be a lot harder to pull off in the '60s show. Something like that. Did they not go into forests and in the snow in the '60s show? Uh, I mean, you would get stuff like that, but like all in one episode, real quick, back to back. I think that would have been like prohibitively expensive for them at the time. Okay. Um, I guess a little bit of trivia. This is essentially the first appearance of the holodeck in all of Star Trek. Oh, they didn't have it before this. No, this is the first time you see. So in this, it's the rec room, but it's essentially the holodeck where it's this room you can go into and it just can create any environment. I didn't realize this created that you want. Yeah. This, so this is the very Gene Roddenberry had the idea. Of course it would famously go on to become a big thing in like Star Trek, the next generation and all those shows. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So something like that kind of is fine. Cause they can do, even though the environment they do aren't all that like novel, you know, you think with a cartoon, they could really go for it. And some of these like crazy environments they could put them in. It's like, well, forest, you know, blizzard. Yeah. I do like, um, you get a couple of, um, new crew members in Star Trek, the animated series, the orange ET guy, mm-hmm. um, and the sexy cat lion that looks like Brack. <laughs> <laughs> from the Brack show. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you may have noticed that there's no check off in this. He's the only one that does not show up in Star Trek, the animated series. I forgot about that little guy, Mr. Chekhov. Yeah. He's not in it. Um, they, they couldn't afford to bring everyone back. It was too expensive. Like, do you think they called him and told him, ah, oh, you know, we're bringing everyone back, but we thought we could cut you and no one would notice. <laughs> um, Instead of Chekhov, we get two new crew members who show up. We get Lieutenant. Who paid them instead. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's actually just some of the other actors. That makes sense. Doing it. So James Doohan, the 
actor who plays Scotty, he does a lot of the voices in the animated show. He does the sexy lion lady. He doesn't do he doesn't do her. That's Majel Barrett who does the voice of the computer in Nurse Chapel. Um, and that's Lieutenant Imres. She's a Cation Acadian, the cat people. Um, she's basically Lieutenant Uhura's substitute, so you, you see her sometimes. And then Lieutenant Eric's. He's voiced by James Duhan. He is an Adosian. He's got three arms and he's got three legs, and he takes Chekhov's spot for the animated show. How do you keep all these species straight? It's just, it's been in my brain for years. Like, as a little kid, it just got in there and it never got out. And you just, we're just, you just, I have a Star Trek sponge brain. It just soaks it all up. And that's why you can never find your sunglasses. Yep, that's exactly why, because I'm just thinking about Star Trek crap all the time. Mm. Oh, yeah, what species um, was Lieutenant Eric's in Star Trek, the animated series? Boop, boop, boop. Uh, the answer is, of course, um, Adosian. Peter, you can't answer your own question. Yes, I can. <laughs> um, stuff like that, I think, is fun to see in the animated show. Like, they can do more alien stuff, even though they don't have a big part in this. I think there is a lot of potential with the show. Is there an episode where there's young Spock and he runs away from his castle out into the desert? That's when we did like that 50 episode list. That, that is was, that is an animated series episode yes, though. Like yes. that one makes more sense. Um, and I felt like lent itself well to that medium. Just I think this episode was not really tailored to being animated. No, um, that one in particular is also considered to be probably the best episode. This one was, though, trying to go for something a little more run-of-the-mill for the show. You know, kind of like generally speaking what you can expect with like the show and the quality of the show. So this kind of speaks more to probably what the show feels like, because that one is like genuinely a good episode. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this... Um, but this is more what most of the show is, like these kind of goofy little interest, like weird little plots. It seems like a cute thing to have on in the background. Sure. I, I really like the aesthetic of it. I think it's really cute. In what sense? Even though the animation is pretty rough, I still like the style. It's very memeable. Oh, yes, it is. And, and the show has generated some hilarious memes. I know. <laughs> um, Star Trek, the animated series meme game is on point. Um, so on that same note, how does this work as a continuation or like a successor to the 60s show? You're someone who would watch that. You love the show. It gets canceled. And then like a few years later, 1973, 1974, they're like, hey, we're doing a cartoon that's going to basically just continue on the adventures and you sit down and this is kind of what you watch. Like it would be a disappointment. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I'm glad that we have it and it clearly led to other things to other things, which made it valuable, but just at face value, I think it would be disappointing. I'm sure there would also be like some nostalgia to it and it would be novel. Sure. But it's certainly not to the caliber of the original series. No. I mean, I can see some kids, you know, everyone is going, 
every show is going to be the show that introduced someone to Star Trek. As a kid, I think I would have liked this fine. Like if you're like a little six-year-old kid and seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning and you catch this, how does, do you think this works a lot better? It's better than the Butt Ugly Martians was. <laughs> the Butt Ugly Martians? That was a terrible alien show that lasted like three episodes. But I'll never forget the name. <laughs> Butt Ugly Martians. Yeah. This is better than that. Um, but I think you're right. Like, in the grand scheme of things, you hit it on the head when you said, this is a novelty. An interesting novelty. But it, it that's basically what it is. Like, would you recommend this to over any other incarnation of Star Trek? I don't think so. I think this is basically like, if you had to recommend Star Trek to someone, this would almost have to be the last one you would recommend for anyone to watch. Yeah, I don't think it's the thing that's going to convert people to Trekkieism. No. Is there a word for that? Trekkieism? Yeah, is there an actual religion for you people? <laughs> it's called Star Trek, baby. The Trek, the Trekosphere? I don't know. So no, there's not. No, I don't think so. Okay. The uh, fandom. The fandom. Um, yeah, this is definitely not what's going to get you into it. This is something you only show to someone. We only watched this when we did that 50 episode. We only watched this after we had watched all the other original series episodes on the list. And it's like, a, oh, by the way, they also did this. Yeah. And it's kind of just fun. To, it was like, an afterthought. Yeah. Um, it definitely feels like this lesser version. Noticeably lesser version. So I, I I do have an affinity for it. But this is never on my... If I want to sit down and watch Star Trek... Again, this for me is even almost in last place in terms of what I'm going to put up and watch. If I'm just looking for something to put on in the background and not even pay attention, this is perfect. <laughs> Um, and there are some episodes I genuinely enjoy that I will go back and revisit. Um, just not many. And there's not even that many episodes to begin with, so. Sure, Bones, go ahead. Sure, Bones, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for only being 20, like 22 minutes or whatever, there were, there were, there's a lot of just long scenes of just watching the Enterprise just slowly go across the screen or something. That's my least favorite part of Star Trek. Yeah. It's like March of the Penguins. I've seen it once, and that was enough. That was enough, huh? I know what a spaceship looks like slowly crossing the expanse. I feel like this is even worse than some of the other ones, because like, it's so much shorter, but they seem to spend even more time. They have like 20 minutes to tell a story, and they seem to spend even more time than the other shows. To... The Enterprise. Just slowly going across the screen, you're like... Kills the pacing. Too much time on wide shots of the Enterprise. Not enough funky 70s jazz. No. Yeah, the theme song. I guess we should briefly talk, like mention the music. <laughs> it's so wild and wonky. If they ever made a Star Trek game show, that would be the theme. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> If they made a Star Trek game show, I don't know if you'd be the host or the winner every time somehow. I'd, so I, you know, 
I would be the winner every time to the point where they would have to make me the host. So both. Yes, okay. So both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, thank you for coming on. Oh, Jenny thank Baby. you for having me. It's uh, so cute. It's so cute having you here. Um, we're definitely going to have you on again. You better. For episodes in the future. And they will not be always animated. We'll, we'll actually get to watch some substantial stuff with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for coming to be my host with me for this episode. Anytime. Yeah. I love you. Gross. I love you too. Okay. I love you too, I guess. <laughs> um, well, speaking of slow moving shots of the Enterprise, next week we are going to be watching... A little something called Star Trek The Motion Picture. Um, <laughs> so that's gonna be this is gonna be our final episode looking at classic Star Trek, and this is gonna be our first episode looking at us one of the Star Trek movies, and the very first one, the nineteen seventy-nine classic Star Trek the Motion Picture. Um Definitely one of the more polarizing films in the the Star Trek canon. Um, yeah, it's going to be our big finale to our look at classic Trek. Um, it's going to be something of an event episode. Um, Aaron's going to be back next week. And not just Aaron, but another friend or two or three we'll just have to see so i hope you all tune in next time for our look at star trek the motion picture our first star trek movie um until then as always i am jaron hatch i am also jaron hatch (laughs) mrs jaron hatch um We'll see you later. That's all, folks. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to share your own Star Trek story or give us a hot take on the episode we just watched, you can join the conversation by visiting our Discord server. You can find us by clicking on the link in the show description.